0: Hey, Pi Tribe, let me ask you a question. Are you at a place in your business where you've wondered often if it's time to outsource? You're not sure yet if your business is bringing in enough income to make it make sense, or maybe you're being held back because you're not sure how much time it's going to take to find the right person, or you're not even sure where to begin to look. Maybe you've tried to hire out services like on Fiverr or Upwork. And you just weren't really happy with the results, so you're hesitant to move forward with hiring a VA. Then you're going to love today's episode. I have an amazing guest on. Her name is Nicole Bandies. Nicole and her team help overwhelmed entrepreneurs and small business owners find more time for what matters most. As a productivity coach and owner of Virtual A-Team, it's a virtual services agency, Nicole is on a mission to eradicate overwhelm and to help take the solo out of solopreneur. We had such a great discussion today. Nicole has so many nuggets of good wisdom. We talked about when to know it's time to hire an outsource, how to find good help, what to look out for, and even tips for people who aren't sure if they can afford it in their business or if now's the right time. So please tune in. You're gonna love this episode. Thanks for being here. Welcome to the Passive Income Examiner Show, helping you navigate the muddy waters of building successful revenue streams beyond the nine to five. I'm your host, Lindsay Sutherland, mama of four who has a passion for living my best life and helping you do the same. I'm honored you're here and excited to offer you valuable and inspiring content. I believe we can have the freedom we desire and the happiness we deserve. Thanks for joining me. Well, good morning, Nicole. Thank you so much for joining us on the Passive Income Examiner. I'm just so grateful you're here and excited about today's conversation.
1: Yeah, um, I'm looking forward to it. Thanks for having me.
0: Yes, you're welcome. I want I want you to start by telling us a little bit about yourself and kind of how you got to where you are today.
1: Oh, gosh. Well, the five cent version of that, uh, you know, I've been a productivity coach and working with entrepreneurs for a very long time. One of the things that kind of realized in working with with other entrepreneurs was that the common theme was, I just need to clone myself. I need somebody that can jump into my head and do the things that I need to get done without me having to guide them every step of the way. And I got to admit that I had a moment of weakness when I was talking to one of my clients who was begging me She's like Nicole you're just so good at all of this stuff why don't you do it for me? And I said well I really don't want to do it for you but I can talk to the people that would do it for you. And that's really kind of the brainstorm behind Virtual A team was uh, creating this environment where the coaches who didn't know how to communicate with the team could work with somebody that would communicate with the team and and that's where it kind of came from.
0: That's so incredible. I mean, that's a testament to you as well, because I mean, for somebody to, to respect you and believe in you so much to say, hey, do this. Would you do this? You're so good. That's amazing. What an honor.
1: Yeah. You know, I'm not sure if it was so much that versus a you just seem so organized all the time and you get things done. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just innately a lazy person and I want other people to do this stuff for me. So I tell them how to do it and they get it done for me.
0: Well, that's a good, that's a good solution. Awesome. Well, this is wonderful. And I'm so excited to have you here because I know in in my experience talking to other people, other solopreneurs and, you know, side hustlers, (laughs) um, this conversation has gotten brought up so many times, like when, when do we know what are some signs that we know it's time to get help and to seek help? Um, Do you have any insight into when a, a small business owner should start really looking for some assistance in their business?
1: Oh, sure. I mean, the obvious answer there is when you're overwhelmed and uh, that overwhelm can come because you have more clients than you have time to service or, um, you know, because there are so many things, great ideas on your plate and you don't know how to get them all accomplished because you only have so many hours in the day. But some of the other signs that you might identify uh you know, look to your family. Are, are your family kind of like constantly asking, oh, you're missing dinner again? Or when are we going to go on that next vacation? Uh, you know, or if you're just stuck and you're, you're not growing in your business, that's also a good one. When you're like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of just here and stagnant. I'm not seeing any growth and I'm not sure why. Those are all good signs uh, to really look out for and say, oh, yeah, you know what? Now's the time for me to start bringing somebody on the team.
0: Man, those are some really good tips, actually. <laughs> um, OK, so then let's say they're ready to start looking. And I myself have hired a VA in the past. It wasn't the greatest experience. And and it was actually a little bit of a turnoff for, for going down that road again in the future um, and I'm sure others have experienced that too, or maybe they've tried something like Fiverr or some something along those lines where it's a you're hiring somebody for just one project as, an, as a trial, right? They're just branching out. How would be um, a good way for somebody to hire a VA? or what are some things for them to look out for or to look uh, you know on the opposite side, like what not to, you know what you want to see and then what are some things you don't want to see?
1: Well, I think we have to almost step back here and really identify uh, your managerial style. Uh, Because when you understand how you want to manage people, it's going to really help you identify the right people to hire. If you are completely a hands-off, I just want to give this over to somebody and let them take control and run with it, then hiring somebody at you know, Fiverr or one of these low-end kind of costs, I call them cost-effective because they're inexpensive, but they're not always cost-effective um, services, then, then that's when you're really going to end up getting burned. Now, if you are a high managerial style where you're like, hey, I'm on top of things, I already have my systems in place, I know exactly what needs to be done, and I know how to manage the team and the people that are involved in that, then hiring these inexpensive virtual assistants can be an extremely cost-effective manner for you. Uh, So it really begins by looking at you and, and identifying both your managerial style as well as how much do you already know about the tasks and projects that you want to outsource. The more you know, then the less you can pay somebody else to do it. The less you know, the more you're going to be paying somebody else to do it. So it's identifying those things. Once you isolate those, then you can begin to craft a a more effective idea of who it is that you want to hire and bring on the team.
0: So what if you don't know, like, where you, where is the most efficient way to get help? I think, do you have, I mean, after working with so many entrepreneurs throughout your experience, have you seen a like some consistency in what um, solopreneurs struggle with the most and where typically a VA service becomes the most helpful? So there's kind of two core
1: areas uh, where entrepreneurs typically hire VAs, and that's going to be the admin type stuff where it's more like, uh, I need somebody to manage my inbox, or I need somebody to manage my calendar and book uh, travel arrangements post-COVID, of course, once we get back to traveling, which we're finally doing, yay, Uh, you know, and all of those kind of basic administrative, I almost call them executive Mm -hmm. assistant type things. Uh, though that's going to be one target area. The other kind of core area is anything that's related to content or marketing uh, the the actual product service and delivery of these uh, of your products and services so you know if you are an online course creator it's going to be anything that that is involved in creating that course from videos and podcasts and audios and and uh, graphics and you know PowerPoint presentations and all of that kind of. To me, it's the creative side of things, but it can also be very technical, uh, or the marketing of those things. So, creating lead pages and funnels and email campaigns and and knowing how to talk to your target audience and creating language around those things. That's the other big area, and. And I look at these, I kind of break them down into two sort of categories. One is, are you looking to save time or are you looking to make more money? And if you're looking to save more time, you're probably going to hire somebody that's more in an admin role. That's going to do your calendar management, your email management, maybe even your bookkeeping and those kind of things. But if you're looking to make more money, then you're going to hire somebody that is going to be more on the marketing and, and content or, or uh, service creation side of things. And it's going to help you create more products and get those out to more people.
0: I love how your mind works. You're very strategic. <laughs> That's what well, I've, I, I try to be. Yeah. Uh, you break everything down into like A, B categories. It's really great. It makes it so much more clear for people. I think that's one of the reasons why you're so good at what you do. <laughs> um, okay. So I was curious, let's talk a little bit more about your agency and how your agency is different. I understand it's different than others, which considering you do what you do you know, it started from needing the VA yourself and then kind of exploring into that with other clients. Um, It really is intriguing to me that, you know, you, you, I guess you practice what you preach, right? You know what needs to be done, and then you have the resources to do it, but you also can see the full picture, which, you know, coming from a business perspective, that's what makes, I think, your brand and your business model so unique because it's not like, oh, I, I'm just really enjoying social media. So I'm going to become a VA for social media. You understand the Purpose behind the action, and therefore it's more effective. But I'd like to hear more about your business and how um, how it serves solopreneurs and, and business owners.
1: Yeah, so I've had clients call us the the um, VA Whisperer, or um, you know, the virtual C, you know, CEO of the business kind of thing. What we do, how we kind of bridge that gap, we work specifically with those clients that, that don't know what they don't know. And they don't know how to work with a, a team. They don't know how to manage a team. They don't want to go out and learn how to hire, find, train, manage, and do all that stuff. We do all of that for them. Whereas most VA agencies are going to match you with a VA and then send you merrily along their way to kind of do your own thing um, and either sink or swim with that particular VA, we handle the management for you. We have what we call directors of stuff you don't have time to do. That's their official title. We just call them directors for short. Uh, But they are the ones that are going to be the client's primary contact point. They're going to work with our clients and have discussions with them on a regular basis about what are your goals? What are your visions? What do you want to accomplish this year? And how can the team best help you accomplish those goals and your vision? They're the whispers between your vision and the implementers that are actually going to make it happen for you. So, behind the scenes, we have all of these amazing experts that do everything from the basic admin or bookkeeping, uh, you know, appointment scheduling, all of that kind of stuff, all the way up to the video editors and the content creators. We have blog writers, we have copywriters, which are very different than content writers. Uh, You know, we have all of these experts that do all of the things. But we have those directors that are the whispers between the clients and the experts doing the things.
0: Which especially sounds important and necessary for those of us who aren't sure yet if we need to, like you were saying, alleviate the admin side or do we need to focus more on um, the the income producing activities? It would really depend on what our goals are, which sounds like you kind of help. the the solopreneur walk through that journey and discover what it is they need most in their business?
1: Yeah, not only that, but a lot of times, you know, most clients are going to have an overlap. They're going to need some of everything or at least some of a lot of things. And it's very, very difficult to go out and find one VA that can do it all, that can do everything that's going to be okay doing the basic admin stuff, but also know how to edit videos and know how to create social media content and know how to do the technical things so if you can find somebody that can do all of that more power to you but it but it's extremely difficult to find that person and one of the the biggest clients that kind of are attracted to us are when they come with this very long laundry list of things that they want to get accomplished and they're like i need to hire a va that can do all of this and it's, it's just not very likely that you're going to find that. So we bridge that gap and we provide everything all at the same price point. So the client comes in and they're like, well, this month, I really want to work on this evergreen program, but next month, I'm going to really focus on my speaking and I want to get more speaking engagements. Well, the person that's going to help you edit the videos for your evergreen program probably isn't the person that's going to be going out doing research to try and find speaking engagements for you. Uh, So we fill that with the expertise that is perfect for each individual role rather than having to try and find one person that's kind of a generalist in all things. We have a whole bunch of
0: specialists in each area. That brings me. That inspires me to think of another benefit to your model. Is you know when you work with one employee, let's say we we hire one person, um, one staffer, employee, subcontractor, however you want to word it, and they they get sick or they get married or some life thing happens and they can't work with you and you've been jiving for so long and they know your business inside and out. It is so devastating to have to start over with somebody new. Versus it sounds like with you, you have experts already lined up in multiple areas, so you're not going to miss a beat so much as if your one VA, um, you know, for whatever reason decided to go in a different career path or, or whatnot, couldn't take you out as a client. That would just be so awful. I never even really thought that through until just now.
1: Oh yeah, and it's one of the horror stories that I get. Uh, you know, whether it's a VA that just kind of ghosted. Uh, I, I mean, the the ghosting stories. I, I have a whole Halloween podcast about ghosting stories and VAs that have ghosted their clients and just oh, disappeared. You know, uh, so it does happen, and it's whether it's that they've moved on in their life or they are moving on. Uh, you know, we talk to a lot of clients who are looking to replace somebody who. You know, their kids are getting older and they want to go back to a career or something along those lines. And Virtual A Team actually offers what we call the Never Without Guarantee. And um, whenever your director or another team member goes on vacation, or I mean, I've only had a couple of directors leave the agency since I've started four and a half years ago, but it does happen. And we cover the cost of retraining the new person. We have all the systems recorded so that when we go in and we retrain them to your business, we cover those expenses. There's still going to be a little bit of your time involved, but it's not going to be your dollar that's retraining them. Now with any other VA, you're going to have to sink all of that time and money back into training your new VA all over again starting from scratch
0: that and and quality controlling i mean going if you're <clears throat> retraining a va you also have to go back through and inspect what you expect and and go through that process again of fine tuning a the relationship and the product right and it sounds like in your case you guys have a team of people who've also been working with the with your client long enough to know what the needs are um, and then to have that checkpoint that's a huge time saver i don't even think people realize what a, what a massive time saver that is to not have to be um so heavily involved in that in that Q, qc
1: do you have podcasting questions are you looking for a community where you can learn and grow as a podcaster? Hi, I'm Greg, creator of Indie Drop-In Network. Join me and Jeff Townsend, aka the Indie Podcast Father, on Twitter Spaces every Monday night at 9 p.m. Eastern for Podcasting Power Hour. Every week, we are joined by experts on different aspects of podcasting to help the community learn and grow as creators. We tackle questions from podcasters at every level. Just go to podcastingpowerhour.com for links to the space and to hear previous episodes. That's podcastingpowerhour.com.
0: So to speak. Right,
1: right. Absolutely. It's, uh, you know, we're we're double checking all of the work before it goes to the client. If it doesn't meet our standards, we're going back to the expert. And uh, don't get me wrong. It does take... Uh, an onboarding timeframe, usually four to six weeks where our directors are working right with you to really understand your business and, and your vision, your voice, and really understanding the details. But then our directors are monitoring all of that before it even gets to you so that by the time you get a, a draft or you know something to review, It's going to be a lot farther along in the process than if you're working directly with the graphic artist or the video editor or whoever it may be. Um, So we're kind of taking a lot of that. You're still going to have to review things, especially in the front end of the the project. But over time, we really get to understand those things. And there's less review, less time that you have to spend in doing that. That's the goal is really to get our team to be able to have a conversation with you and then take it and run with it. Whenever I hire somebody new, I'm just working with a brand new project or social media manager for our company. And when I hire them, I tell them, my goal is not to be directing you. It's to, to give you the project or task and let you run with it. You come to me and say, by the way, I had this great idea. What do you think? And I get to rubber stamp it or say, Oh, maybe not. But other than that, once I get through that training phase with that new team member, then they're taking the reins and running with it. Not me. I don't want to have to be in quality control for the rest of my career. And that's what's saved me tremendously and allowed me over the last uh, four months, I've been in another state, taking care of my granddaughter and working less than 10 hours a week. And my business hasn't suffered because I've, I've delegated these projects and not just the tasks.
0: Well, Nicole, that tells me you're a great leader. That's, and that's coming from my experience in management. So that's another testament. I'm just so grateful our paths crossed because I, I honestly, just speaking from my heart, Um, I had some major reservations about hiring a VA, even though I can see in so many ways that that's something I want to get done. And I've hired people for projects like logo creation or landing page design, that kind of stuff. But it's been on my mind, like, I wish I had somebody that I could call on to help me with projects as they come up and not have to go seek an expert each time I need something. And so when, when our paths crossed, when you had me on your podcast, I thought I, I need to get to know her more. (laughs) And I'm so glad I did.
1: Yeah. You know, it's really amazing how much that holds us back that, that idea of Oh my gosh! If I have to go find a graphic designer, or if I have to go find somebody that can do this, I'm just either I'm going to do it myself, and I know that I'm not that good at it, or I'm just not going to do it. Um, audio editing, for example, I, I have the worst hearing. I cannot tell the difference in audio quality, and it held me back from from doing a podcast for a long time until I realized oh my gosh, I delegate everything else. Why don't I just delegate the audio quality? And I, so I gave it over to somebody else and that doesn't hold me back anymore. But if I had to take the time to go find and train and hire and manage and deal with and review when I don't even know how to review the quality, because I don't know, I'm not that good at it. um, That's going to really put the brakes on that process. Whereas if, I had that team, which I do now, to be able to just say, hey, by the way, can you guys go do this for me? And they say, Nicole, we got you. And they go do it. And I'm like, yes, I love this. I, You know what? I can focus on the building and the growth and the ideas and the vision and the things that only I can do. And that's what I want to create for everybody else out there and really empower them to do only the things that they can do and the things that matter the most to them, not all of this other stuff that they can let somebody else do for them.
0: That's a great reason to be doing it. I I, I can hear the passion in your voice. I love it. I have one last question that just kind of popped up while you were talking, and it got me thinking about, budding entrepreneurs right the ones who are a maybe they just left their nine to five or they're in the process of doing that or their business is just they're at that turning point where their business has more tasks lined up than they have time to execute but maybe their income isn't coming in enough to um really merit hiring help or at least they don't think it is right what do you, what advice would you offer somebody in that pre, kind of precarious situation where they're just on this turning point? If they hire help, it's going to ten x their business, right? But they're also afraid to hire help because they're they're limited on their funds. So, kind of, can you give some advice on on I guess on that topic?
1: Yeah, I I'm gonna start with saying you know the thing that everybody says, and that's sometimes you have to leap, and the net will appear. And and I say that coming from a place of, I've been there, done that. I spent a lot, a lot of years struggling to grow my business because I had more time than I had money. But what I didn't have was I didn't have the skills. And once I finally let that go and said, I I need to start hiring experts, people that know what the heck they're doing, because I don't. uh, Clearly, I don't because my business is not growing. Once I finally did that, All of a sudden, the money started flowing and it was, you know, it's not magic. I mean, it's it's just that's the way things work. Sometimes we have to leap and the net will appear. Um, But for those that are like, yeah, yeah, I hear you. I get it. I get it. I want to do that start working on smaller things. What are some of those little things? Or maybe there's some other ways that you can bring some income in, in the meantime, that will help to create that income that you need to hire somebody. Start putting some some other plans in place, whether it's, you know, put out an affiliate link and try and make some money that way. Or frankly, honestly, if you're pounding the pavement, you know, go out and get a job doing Uber for a little while to bring in some extra cash so that you can have the funds that are going to be available to grow your business to where you no longer have to do Uber or you no longer have to do the nine to five. We have to put that effort in and we have to find other ways of taking things off our plate uh, so that we can do what's going to make the business grow. If you don't invest in the growth of your business, your business is not going to grow.
0: That's good advice. Well, so tell us how can um, our listeners find you and find your company?
1: Yeah, I've got a great little uh, tool on the website that's going to actually tell you how much you can afford right now to invest. Uh, in outsourcing. And that's a calculator. You punch in a few numbers. It's going to tell you how much your hourly rate is, how much you can afford to pay somebody and where you can get started. You can get that at virtual18.com backslash calculator. Uh, just head over to virtualateam.com. You can also schedule a consultation with me to find out whether or not virtual a is a good fit for you. If it's not, I'll let you know. Uh, I'll give you some other alternative sources for where you can go outsource and get started at least, even if you're not at that point right now where, uh, where you need virtual A-team services in that higher-end agency kind of uh, solution.
0: Wonderful. Thank you for that that idea. I, I'm so grateful. I'm going to check that out actually myself, the calculator. That's going to be my next step. <laughs> there you go.
1: Yeah. Awesome. It's fun. I, I had fun creating it. I was like, oh, this is kind of neat.
0: Well, it's this perfect solution for the question that I was just asking too. Like, you know, how do you know when, how, and how much can you afford or whatever? And that's great. And, and I love that, that, um you know, it can help guide you to figuring out if, A, if you can afford it, and then you can really start to hone in on where you would spend your money, like what task would be the most lucrative for you to, to invest in. So that's awesome. Thank you so much, yeah, Nicole. Sure. Um, all right. Do you have any last words of wisdom for everybody before we wrap up?
1: You know, I, I would just go back to saying uh, money can be made, time cannot be recreated. So It's all about making sure that you're making the most out of the time that you have right now and spending it on doing some of these jobs that that you don't like doing or that you just really don't have time to do is not the wisest investment for your mental, emotional, or even your business health. So, So really think about the value of your time as much if not more than the value of that dollar.
0: Great advice. Thank you so much for joining us. This has really been a great episode.
1: Well, thanks for having me.
0: Well, Pie Tribe, did you dig that episode? Because I know I did. I was so excited when I ran across Nicole and I was even more eager to share her with you guys. Please make sure to take time to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already and share this show with two or three people that are budding entrepreneurs like you who might really benefit from hearing the valuable information that we talked about today. I want to leave you with this quote, the only difference between where you are and where you want to be is the steps you haven't taken yet. So as you're pondering this week, you're pondering your business, this and where you want to see it go. Ask yourself if there's any steps along the way that involve outsourcing and if it's time to reach out to Nicole and her team. All right, folks, have a great rest of your week. We'll talk to you next time.